Welcome to season three of Inforum's podcast series. I'm Terry Barclay, CEO of Inforum. For three years now, we've, through our Meet Her and Meet Him podcasts, we've been bringing you candid and cogent conversations with women in leadership and men who support and advocate for them. This year, in honor of Inforum's 60th anniversary, and in support of our commitment to accelerating the careers of next-gen leaders, we're expanding the conversation. So welcome to season three and our Meet Them podcasts. Meet Them will feature pairs of high-level and rising professionals tackling a variety of important topics from both their shared and their individual perspectives. Our goal is to uncover ways that we all can succeed and learn from each other. And today I am just absolutely thrilled that we are talking with Pam Reese, President and CEO of Thrive Consulting and Coaching. And I'm proud to say a member of the Inforum Board of Directors and Amanda Rostick, System Leadership Team Advisor in Strategic Partnerships and Health Equity for BHSH, the newly formed Spectrum Health, Beaumont Health. Their topic is membership. Pam and Amanda, um, and men, did I say membership? Their yeah. topic is mentorship. <laughs> mentorship, yeah. Honest, honestly, you can't take me anywhere, right? <laughs> Pam and Amanda, thank you so much for joining me today and for the candor that I know we're about to share. Yes, thanks for having us. It's our pleasure. Super excited to be here today with you. Thank you. So let's jump right in with the first question, which is for both of you to answer. Um, can you describe what your mentorship journey looked like? How did it start? What was the experience like? What did you each get out of the experience? Actually, Amanda, I'll let you start. Um, okay. I think the experience that led to the mentorship is is very powerful. Yeah. Okay. That's fair, Pam. That makes sense. So for Pam and I, our journey, I feel like it's always been one about growth and strategy, but it really began with an interview. It, as funny as that sounds, I was interviewing for a role and Pam was one of the people that I had to interview with. Long before being in her office that day for the interview, you know, I knew about her career and I was able to follow it because we were in the same system. But that's really where it began because the interview, it gave me an opportunity to be one on one with her and in person. And it was shortly after that that I just, you know, was bold enough to ask, hey, do you have the availability or the bandwidth to be a mentor? So it kind of was born from that moment. But I gained so much from that experience that I thought was going to be just an interview. Like I actually walked away with the mentor and I didn't get the role, but Pam has been with me through roles I've gotten since. Yeah, and I have to say that um, when I went through that interview process with Amanda, um, I was very impressed with her um, motivation, her positive attitude, and um, her, her eagerness to continue to learn and grow. And um, so several, I don't know, even a couple of months later, she asked me if I would have time to be her mentor and be willing to. And, you know, I do get that question from others. And this one was a very easy yes, um, because I felt like we just had a connection um, during that interview. And then um, I did stop myself, though, to say, 
Um, we need to formalize this. I do have a process that I like to follow, and I wanted to make sure we were very clear with our goals and objectives. You know, you know, Pam, I have been so privileged and honored to work with you as a board member, and I have an idea of how crazy your calendar is. So, um, you know, it it took courage to ask that question. <laughs> Good for you for doing it. <laughs> Here, right? Here's a life hack for the listeners. Always befriend the keeper of the calendar. So her assistant at the time, I'm like, hey, I'm going to make this ask. What's the best way for me to go about it? Yeah. <laughs> So, so the next question is also for both of you. And Pam, you were kind of headed in this direction, I think, a little bit. What are the ways or the tools that you've used to make the mentor experience most valuable? Mm -hmm. You talked about structure. Yes, yes. So um, I like to have some formality to the process to make sure we're very clear on what goals and objectives we want to meet together. Uh, and make sure that we actually have some structure around the times that we meet because yes, everybody's calendars are full, but what's most important to me is that it is a learning and growing experience and that the time that we spend together is productive. Now, there are times when we need the flexibility and we allow for that ebb and flow as well, um, but there is a particular um, format. I, I like to ask those who have inquired um, please complete this form, um, and then let's talk about it in our first exploration meeting. And um, that sometimes leads to even more that we want to work on together, but that's a great start. And then I also um, like to see it time limited, um, just so that we're always checking in to see if the relationship is working and to make sure that we're reaching our goals. Amanda, how about from your perspective? Yeah, and, and I would add to that. So Pam's document's really nice, especially for that structure. Hey, here are some things we're gonna talk about. Here are some objectives. Here are things we talked about last week. Have you built on these or last month? Really good way to stay organized as a mentee and something else too, Pam. I don't know if you realize this, but when you would give me book recommendations and podcasts to listen to, those felt like good tools as well. Pam even sent me like a book on my birthday about leadership. So it's like those books and those external resources, you know, if you're a mentor and you don't have something formal, it should be easy enough to create, but books that have helped you will help your mentee most likely. What these are just such valuable valuable tips. So, so Pam, one of the questions I really want to ask you, you know, I think especially in today's really fast paced world and the, the, just the, the pressure and the long hours that senior executives such as yourself are, are under, you know, what motivated you? It would be so easy to just do your job, right? <laughs> um, what what motivated you to go the extra mile and become a mentor? That's a great question um, because yes, it would be easy to just spend my time doing my job. But honestly, what gives me probably the most joy is investing in other people and especially those who are younger in their career. Not that I have all the answers, but there were times when I was younger in my career where I really didn't have anyone who was um, mentoring me. And, um, you know, while I had some informality around some mentorship, it just wasn't the same. And 
I want to give back. I, I really want to give back everything that I've learned throughout my career experience, good or bad. I mean, there are mistakes that I've made that um, honestly inform me even more for how to um, pass some advice along to people. So it's easy for me to want to invest in others. I do have to pace myself to make sure I don't, you know, overcommit. And one of the one of the um, agreements we make up front is if we if either one of us needs to cancel or reschedule um, the meeting, then we try to do it within a certain period of time so that we don't have this big lapse. We have to make sure that we um, keep the commitment that we've made to one another. Yeah, that can that can be a tough one. It's easy to just keep bumping something, mm -hmm. right? You know, mm -hmm. so I love the structure that you uh, and the accountability guardrails sort of mm -hmm. that you're you're putting in place around all this. So, so Amanda, you kind of alluded to this earlier um, when you talked about you didn't get the role that you initially wanted to talk about, but that Pam has been with you as you've gotten other roles. So what has mentorship uh, meant to you as you've made moves throughout your career? Yeah. Oh, Terry, this is a good question. So for me, because I'm such an advocate for mentorship, I think of it kind of in these big buckets just because it's meant so much to me. So my relationship with Pam and the mentorship I've gotten from her as I've transitioned from different roles, support, right? I have this external person that I can speak to about roles that I'm nervous about. She's going to encourage me and uplift me, you know, there's something, not that we need external validation, but there really is something that your mentor can see in you sometimes in these roles. Like if I'm nervous about a role, I know I can talk to Pam about it. Um, and another thing too, that's been really nice is it's my accountability partner, right? You know, if I tell Pam something, now I kind of got to follow through because I told Pam about it and she'll follow up. So things that mentorship have, have meant to me, support, uplifting, and just that accountability. Those are like my big buckets for, for what mentorship has done for me. And has that sort of evolved over time? You know, did it start out meaning one thing and then came to mean something additional as you went on? Yeah, you know, Terry, that's a good point. So like, initially, when Pam and I met, it really felt like we were talking about big themes that were kind of specific to any role or just career in general. But as we got to know each other, we're spending more time with each other. She's been with me now, like I said, I think I've been through two or three roles of growth, it really has morphed into, now it's like the deep level stuff. Now it's not just skill-based. It's like, hey, Pam, this title and what you know about me and like talking. So yeah, it's evolved into, Pam can really help do more guiding than just on general things. She's like in the weeds with me is what I feel like. <laughs> well, well, Pam has many superpowers and that certainly is one of them. <laughs> so, so. You know, Pam, I think, could you talk a little bit about how, you you know, you mentioned this briefly at the beginning about how you, eva how you evaluate a potential mentee. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for? Yes, well, first, I think it's important for people to understand the difference between mentorship, coaching, and sponsorship. And sometimes that all blends together, and sometimes there is some overlap, which is okay, but um, the first thing I like to do is really understand what is it that they're looking for. With Amanda, she was describing, um, I want to be better in my current role. 
you know, there are circumstances that arise that I'm not sure how to handle, or I think I could handle more effectively, um, or I have this meeting coming up and I'm expecting certain dynamics, or there's a team member um, that I'm trying to informally lead on a project and um, I need some advice for how to be effective with that. That's, that's really mentorship. Coaching is more helping the person develop themselves, um, helping them with self-awareness, emotional intelligence, um, having specific goals, but then really understanding um, how to help them critically think through what they need to accomplish. And um, so that, that's a whole different level of development. And then sponsorship is really you know, someone you can count on to sponsor you if you're interested in growing your career, who has, is able to influence um, perhaps whether you get to have an interview or um, your application is noticed, that sort of thing. So, so let's do the flip side of that. So mm -hmm. Amanda, what do you look for in a mentor? Yeah, so this, Terry, this is probably one of my favorite questions that you've asked so far, because I do, I think for all the, the mentees or potential mentees out there listening, it is important to be a good steward of someone else's time, right? So you should be intentional about the mentor you select. One thing that stands out to me is the values of my mentor. So if I find them on LinkedIn or, or another career page, what do, what do they believe in? Does that align with what I believe in? It's kind of low-hanging fruit but I like that one a lot. Um, are they a subject matter expert, right? Are you looking for a mentor in a certain area? Are you looking for a mentor just in general and you don't even know what you need yet? I think it's important to ask yourself, do you want something specific or do you want something general when you're thinking about a mentor um, bandwidth, right? If your mentor is in Congress and has a concert and owns a restaurant, it's doing all these things simultaneously, be considerate of, okay, if they're going to mentor you, consider their bandwidth. And I think the number one thing, I've, those were certainly all out of order. Any order is fine. But the number one thing I think all mentees should be thinking about is when I've selected a mentor that I want to reach out to, is there some skill that I can teach them? I, I would like it to be mutually beneficial if possible. I think just because you're young, you know, you may have different skills or perspectives that can help your mentor too. So I do try to think of that when I pick a mentor. Pam, do you, I just have to, I see, I see you not nodding your head and smiling. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I love the mutuality of this. You know, I, I feel like that is motivating to both of you. Is It is. And, you know, even though we, we didn't formalize that reverse mentorship opportunity there, I learned something from Amanda every time we spend time together. Um, you know, it's, it's brought value in my previous positions in leadership roles, and it, it still is today. So um, I'm learning a lot about the generation that she's in and what it's like to be um, a single mom with kids and all, you know, all the different things that are um, really challenging and that she's facing as she's trying to build on her career. And it helps me be more empathetic. I happen to be Generation X and, uh, and sometimes I think differently. So there are definitely things I've learned from her. We had a big conversation before we went live about kids and school and heading back to school and what that means to yeah. all of us, right? And how emotional it is and how exciting it is. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's all part of what makes us who, who we are. So 
Here's a question for both of you that I'm kind of dying to ask you because, you know, I love the elements of structure. I find that very intriguing um, because not all mentor-mentee relationships have those elements of structure in them. So what's your perspective on the different types of mentorship, formal versus informal, company-sponsored, or just individually on your own? Do you, do you have thoughts about that? Well, I do. I think um, there's a place for company-sponsored mentorship programs, uh, especially because not everyone does have the courage to seek out a mentor. And then also because not everyone really understands what it is to be a mentor. And the matching process can be really important. Um, as Amanda said, you know, do your values match? And what is it that you're actually seeking from one another? So I think there's a place for that. I think what Amanda did and others have done in seeking me as a mentor um, also works very well. Uh, I happen to like some structure around it because I want to make sure that it's a productive, um, accomplished relationship that actually accomplishes goals. Um, but like I said, we also allow for ebbing and flowing. So we're flexible. Um, I tell Amanda all the time, anything on your mind, you know where to reach me. Uh, she doesn't take advantage of that at all. Um, sometimes what we plan to discuss in one meeting leads to something completely different. And that's okay too. Because life happens in between, right? So um, often we just spend the first several minutes just catching up on what has occurred over the last month since we last met. Yeah. So what's your advice about having more than one mentor? I think that's a great idea, depending on what it is that you're seeking. Amanda, I think you've had some experience with that if you want to speak to it. Yeah. So Terry, that's a good question as far as having more than one. I think it will make more sense for some people than others. So like for Pam, the nice thing is, you know, she's a woman, she's in my industry, she's in my field. You know, she's got a lot of qualities that align with the qualities I have. So I've lucked out with Pam in regards to, as far as like my career mentor, I, I lucked out, I kind of got an all in one, but mm -hmm. Pam's right. I've had, in, I've tried mentorship like, other mentorship types for specific reasons. So one other thing that I'm doing outside of my day job is working on a small food business. And it's like, okay, I definitely can talk to this about Pam, but I do have a male mentor who works in the food and beverage industry. So that kind of goes back to when I was mentioning, when you pick your mentor or mentors, make sure it's purpose-driven. So Pam, it's nice that I've looked out. Pam is my catch-all for like career things, movement, growth, mobility. But if I have a food question about owning a restaurant, I don't want poor Pam having to go to Google and then we're both confused. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the guy that owns the restaurant. <laughs> Great idea, because all I would say is what kind of food and will it be delicious and when can I come? <laughs> so, so Amanda, having experienced mentorship now, have you thought about being a mentor yourself? Oh, oh my goodness. It's funny. My peers ask me this question because I'm always somewhere advocating for people to find mentors. And I can definitely say it is an astounding yes. Um, one, I feel like I need to like pay it forward or give back just having the experience I've had with Pam, which has been really positive. 
But when I think about mentorship and what it's meant to me, I would love to do that for someone else. It seems very rewarding to be the cheerleader, the supporter, like the external gut check, maybe even like the, hey, maybe we should rethink that idea. You know, I think it's so often our careers when we're trying to grow and, and we're moving up, it is so nice to have that. Not only is it validating, but it it almost, when, when you believe in yourself, it's like, yeah, I can do it. But when someone else sees different things in you and believes in you for different reasons, it almost just propels you even more. So yes, I certainly want to mentor someday. <laughs> Well, see, Pam, your work is complete. (laughs) (laughs) You've kept the chain going. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, well, that wraps up today's conversation. It sure flew by quickly, at least from my perspective. I could listen to you two all day, I think. Um, Thank you so much, Pam. And thank you, Amanda, for your thoughtful responses and joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. It's always great to join you guys. So today's podcasts and all others in this series are available through Spotify, Apple, and Buzzsprout, as well as on the Inforum website. So please come back to InforumMichigan.org for more opportunities to meet them and our two previous seasons of Meet Her and Meet Him. And while you're there, check out the other virtual Inforum components, including a growing library of video tips, virtual leadership development programming, and lots of events. Thank you for listening.